Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1076. The small details that matter. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, my friend, Jason Tang. Hey, Jason, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yep, you bet. All right. Jason Tang has been a photographer for over 20 years with an innate sense for capturing every nuance, shape, and line of the automobile. What began as a hobby developed into a full-fledged professional career. Through many years working with a number of mentors, Jason sharpened and focused his skills, I like the play on words, his lifelong fascination with cars and photography have been combined to create a career of passion. Jason has owned a number of very special cars, I can tell you from seeing them, from a relatively mundane to some supercars in his current garage, it holds a couple different marks from the Audi, BMW, Porsche, McLaren, Toyota, and even a Ducati. And I'll add that Jason is a longtime friend who lives up here in the Pacific Northwest. He's photographed my Porsche Turbo that I affectionately call Orange Crush. And Jason is the first deaf guest that I've had grace the Cars Yap podcast. So I really appreciate him being with me here today. So Jason, before I start telling our listeners a little bit about you, would you give us a little hint about your passion for automobiles and photography? Well, you know, hey, Mark, uh my passion for a car, it really started from the day my dad let me sit on his lap and drive. Uh, I think every parent has probably done that at one time or another. But for me, that's when my passion really started, from sitting on my dad's lap. And then learning how to drive a stick in the backyard. It was an old uh, 1929 Buick replica, but it was a month of feet in the back. I think it was a Ford or Either way, uh, that was the day I started loving car, uh, but I, did, I mean, I was only 10 at the time, but I think that my passion grew the time I, should, uh, I saw my first Corvette, and then my dad was not enough to give me a Corvette for my first car, and I think wow. that, that when my passion really started, and uh, my photography, that probably started from the time I, I picked up my mom's camera in her house, and I kept over the year, my yeah. mom would always say, put my camera. Oh, Jake, you have to. I'm going to take a picture of everything. And she really fell into love with it. And car and photography, they go hand in hand. And uh, I think I should start taking pictures of the car. And uh, my, my parents, they've owned a couple of cars over the year. And so that gave me a chance to practice my skill and uh, um, it became, became better and better. I would go to different car events, I would drive different cars and uh, I should really fail for cars over the years and, and then someone offered to pay me to get picture of the car and that, that's my first pay gig and I think that uh, when I realized I, mean, I could make a career out of it but I mean there are, there are a lot of photographers out there, I know, but I mean, you have to be really good to stand out. So I should spend all my time practicing, practicing, until I'm getting really good. I mean, even today, I'm still practicing to be the best photographer out there. And I think it's it not matter of knowing how to take the picture, but who 
who had the nice car and of all the people that you meet. I think that the, the community in general really make up for a good, uh, different personality of car out there. So I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of different people with a lot of different kinds. And uh, that really giving a skill set that I need to become a full-fledged professional photographer. So car photography, I combined it and it became a good career for me. So that's how I started. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, Jason is an excellent driver. He attends many track events. Uh, he's got some very fast cars uh, and hangs around with a very fast crowd in a good way, I will say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, as we continue on your journey, Jason, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Jason, take the wheel. I hadn't really thought about a mantra that I'd like to go with, so I would say that it's small details that matter. Absolutely. So, when you think about incorporating that into photography, how do you take that thought process and incorporate it into the images that you capture? Well, you know, anyone can pick up a camera and take a picture of a car, but not everyone can capture the special detail about a car that really makes it stand out. I mean, you can, it could be the light, it could be the shape of the car, it could be a part of the car that you never noticed before. I think that really, like I said, the detail what makes everything matter. So I, look, I try to look for that one thing that, part, that stands out and that makes all my photos special. And not only that, but, but it also applies to how I drive. Like when I'm driving and you see something in the road, and like you, the, the apex or the bump or all, every detail that matters. I mean, I don't want to nitpick the small detail because obviously you can't think about every step where you're driving. Then you, you're taking picture, yeah, because you have time. But when you're driving 100 miles per hour down the road with a turn, you don't have time to think about that. But you do have time to look at the bigger picture. So I think that photography has really helped me look at the small picture and, well, the bigger picture. The big picture that helped me become a better driver. Absolutely. Nicely said. Well, let's go back in time and talk about a moment that instigated your passion for cars. You shared that time when you used to sit on your dad's lap and drive the car, steer the car, and then your dad was so kind to give you a, a spectacular car for your first car, a Corvette. But if you think back in your life, is there a pivotal moment when you knew you were a car guy? I would say the day I drove by the, um, the Autobahn. No, oh. actually, that was much later. So, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, I know. The, the first time I hit 100 miles per hour, that when I knew. Oh, the first time you went 100 miles an hour, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the, the sensation is pretty incredible. I don't want to say illegal or legal, but I would say the first time I went 100 miles per hour on some unnamed road, that day I knew I'm the car guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, I know that Jason attends a lot of track days, and he he has a lot of very fast cars, and uh, he definitely is skilled behind the wheel. He spent a lot of time driving fast on a lot of racetracks, so we'll leave that high speed there. That'll be the safe place for it. Let's talk a little bit about the many roads you've traveled down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure, something that's kind of been difficult for you in your life, but I'd love more to learn how you've overcome that situation to be able to move forward and be successful. You know, uh, I'm deaf, you know, and um, 
I I've often wonder if be able to hear or not be able to hear a better ability to become a better driver. Um, that also applies to photography. I I don't think I can hear it well uh, you or anyone at all. So I compensate the other way. Like I, I focus on the um, all the things that happen in front of me and well around me. And I think that really has helped me become a better driver and photographer. Um, so like if I'm driving down the road and the uh, the curb that coming up really quickly, I look ahead and the instructor will always tell you, look ahead with your driving on track or on the road. They always say, look ahead, look ahead. Um, and a lot of the time people would look down. But me, I point myself to look ahead and I think that helped me become a better driver. I mean, yeah, driver, even. yeah I, I agree with you. Having taken uh, racing, uh, driving school, racing school, and so forth, they're always saying, heads up, look ahead. And I know that ha- knowing you as a friend and being deaf, you're very astute and attentive when you're talking with somebody. You're looking right at them. I know you read lips so that you have to be able to read people's lips, but it's a nice trait for anybody, whether they're deaf or not deaf, is to be able to look you in the eye while you're talking and really be engaged. But I, I hadn't thought of that from the standpoint of driving and being deaf and not being able to hear the car. You can certainly feel it, but requiring you to look way ahead. So very, very interesting perspective you shared with that. Now, another thing you've shared with me in the past is an accentuated tactile sense that you have having been being deaf about driving. Tell us a little bit about how that works. I think that, um, you asked me about what, what it takes for me to become a good driver. And, uh, I mean, I take account of the visual. I mean, everything that I see. And, but, I mean, I don't hear it well anyone else like you do. Uh, so I compensate by looking around more and also depend on what I feel. I mean, the, the, what you call it, the seat of your pants, my buttometer, or maybe the, my tattoo, my hand, and everything that I touch, and the vibration from coming from the engine, uh, the, the gear shift, the clutch pedal, and the steering wheel. That's why it's very important to me what kind of car I drive. I mean, I would just pick up any car. I, uh, I would really test drive each car and I, before I decide this is the car that I want. I mean, I, I've driven a lot of cars over the year. Uh, I think from that experience, uh, McLaren and Porsche probably have the best road feel in general. And I think those, those two brands are my favorite. I mean, I had Ferrari before, and I mean, it sounds really good. But to tell you the truth, the driving experience is not good as Porsche. Or, I mean, people will probably hate me for saying that. But <laughs> that's okay. That's been my experience. And I think that uh, McLaren and Porsche, they, they're the master of truly uh, immersive driving experience. And that's why I have McLaren and Porsche. I love driving those cars. I get the best tactile uh, driving experience from the butt. Up my pant. So I understand. No, very well said. That's very, very interesting as well. Well, Jason, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a a career aha moment, and maybe we talk about your photography. When did you decide? You know what? I think this is something I can really do as a profession. 
where I got paid for the first time to take a picture of someone's car. Even, I mean, it was actually unintended. I mean, I, I took a picture of a friend's car, and I guess that friend liked the picture so much, I won't pay you. I go, no, 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 you don't have to pay me, but you stitched it. So I got $100 for my first photo that I took unprofessional and so I took that and I thought hmm maybe I could start charging people at that point I started charging people uh, from I mean I try not to charge friends if I can uh, but for the most part a friend's benefit get you paid I mean I don't I don't do that because I need the money I do that because I love taking pictures of people kind I mean any kind I'd like to take pictures and getting money is just a bonus Yes, very nice, very nice. Well, I know you've had a lot of very cool cars. I've seen a lot of your very cool cars, but let's talk about your first really special car. It might be that Corvette that you mentioned, or maybe it's a different car, but share a memory you have about that vehicle. The Corvette was a great car, but I didn't love that car. I didn't, no, I mean, I, I, got, I got the Corvette. My dad liked Corvette. So he wanted me to have a car that he like. He levied vicariously through me, and I was fifty years old. Uh, I mean, fifty years old with a brand new Corvette. I think uh, I'm gonna kill myself with that car so many times. But I would say that the first car that I truly, truly fell in love with was the BMW M5, uh, 2001, the blue M5. I remember the whole process of. Uh, Walking to the dealership, ordering the car, going through all the options, and waiting, the waiting, the torture of waiting. And I was actually on the other side of the world, uh, Aust- no, not Australia, out yeah, uh, in New Zealand at the time, when the car finally arrived at the dealership. It was torture. And uh, I was on the other side of the world, and the car was waiting for me to pick it up. So when I got back, the first thing I did was head straight to the dealership from the airport to buy the car. And I think I uh, was setting the car that's truly synergic and I love for the car. I mean, I've heard cars before, but I really, really love that car. I miss that car. Well, when you and I first met, and we met through the BMW Club up here at a Concours event, I was showing my M3 and you had that M5. I remember that blue car and how special it was and, and what incredible condition it was in from what you did for the car and how you took care of it. So I remember that car well. And M5s, they are very special cars. They are just beasts, monsters, so powerful. So, uh, yeah, I can see why. How about seller's remorse? Is there a car you've let go that you wish you had back? For me... I think every car has its time. I mean, uh, I go through, I don't want to stick with the same thing over and over. I like to try different things in life. And I think that the M5, I've had it, I had it for a while. So I think that it served its purpose. So I don't wish I had it back. I used to think that I did. But I think that one car that I do wish I could, I could get back with the Mini Cooper. Mini Cooper? Really? Yeah. Why now? Now, you blew me away with that answer, Jason, because I've known about the cars you've had. You've had some really awesome cars. Why the Mini Cooper? Believe it or not, the Mini Cooper was a really fun car. I mean, I, I've thought about buying a 901, but today, Mini Cooper is just too big. It's too bloated. It's not a car anymore. It's a uh, luxury vehicle. And I think the, the R53, a 2005 Mini Cooper S, 
electric blue really stripe that we kind of have. I, uh, I, I everything to a suspension is dark, poly, I have perfect. And I, should, I think that car actually helped me become a better driver today. I mean, it was not a super, it was not the fastest car in the world, but it had the best road feel. You know, we've had too many Coopers in our family. Awesome, fun car. Just wonderful cars, playful cars. You're right, not the fastest, but just enjoyable and fun to drive. So I understand. I understand. Well, I would love for you to share with our listeners what has you excited and fired up right now with your photography, with your cars. What are you working on this year that has you really excited? Actually, there's something I can share with you. Uh, the the Ferrari Concord coming up next month in, uh, in Winton, uh, right here in my backyard. And to, to lead up to that event, we actually have a group of photographers that get it together, a friend, a studio out in North Bend. I believe it, uh, Ipit Exposure. He had the fellow Bruce, I don't remember his last name, but he spent about half a million dollars on equipment. Uh, just to have the best photo in the world. And I'll be invited with a few other photographers to work in that studio uh, on a number of cars. I don't want to reveal what kind quite yet, but you folks won't be disappointed. I can tell you that. And I okay. think I'm really excited about that. Yes, that's Bruce McCallum. Bruce is a photographer up here in the Pacific Northwest. I, I met him uh, for the first time in an exotics at Redmond Town Center event. He's going to be a future guest here on the show. He told me about this studio, but I didn't know about this uh, this uh, shooting escapade that you guys are going to have. And of course, the uh, Ferrari Concorde that's coming up here uh, uh, soon. Um, I'm hoping I can have some people on the show to talk about that, but uh, really fun event. There are some spectacular Ferraris up here in the Northwest, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know that uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, well, we have a couple mutual friends that have Ferrari GTOs, La Ferraris, all sorts of really special cars. So that is cool. I'm looking forward to that. Will there be a place where our listeners can go and see some of the photography that you guys do? Yeah, I mean, I'll be sharing those photos from that session uh, on all the social media afterward, uh, after we edit the photo. I mean, um, that one thing I wonder, you know, if you're a good photographer, can you edit your photo or can you can take a picture the way you and share that right away. I think that, uh, so, yeah. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Jason. If you were a vehicle, what kind of car would Jason be and why? Probably the McLaren up one. Oh, nice. I aim high. <laughs> you aim high. Nicely said, Jason. You do aim high, that's for sure. Well, Jason, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right. 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. 
You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hey, this is Mark Green. Are you interested in selling online and building a sustainable business? Bonanza is a marketplace platform that empowers you to create your dream business. Getting started at Bonanza is easy. You can start fresh or import your items from other marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or Shopify. Auto parts and accessories are a high-performance category at Bonanza, and there's no risk involved in signing up. There are no listing fees or monthly fees. You pay only when you make the sale. Bonanza listens to seller feedback and uses it to improve tools and build new features, so there are tons of customization options for sellers no matter what the size of your business. Be sure to sign up using the link bonanza.com slash cars yeah, and you'll receive a free consultation with Bonanza experts who make sure that you are on your way to generating sales. That's bonanza.com slash cars yeah. All right, Jason, we are back. We're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? No, white knuckle with your hold of steering wheel. Yes, do not hang on to the steering wheel super tight. No white knuckles. A light touch is important. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes? Don't give up. Don't give up. Yes, If absolutely. you don't get it right the first time, keep trying until you get it. Ah, excellent. Perfect. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of resources these days, websites, suppliers, apps, camera gear, even people. Is there a resource you would like to share with our listeners? It's hard for me to pick one resource because I, I look at all of them. I mean, I know it's hard to believe, but I look at all of them. I look at the bigger picture and I take a little bit of everything from each photographer, from each resource, and I combine it to uh, make my own special photo work. Nice, nice. I understand. Great. Being, um, uh, how should I say this, being affected by other people's work and influenced a little bit, but then wrap it into your own yeah. way of handling things. Yeah. If I could arrange for you to have a drink, with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Warren Kimball. Yeah, I, th- I think that's his name. He's the one who made those uh, cutaway of all those cars over the year. Oh, the artist. Okay. The artist, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant work. Brilliant work. I, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> it blows me away. <laughs> yeah. So, so incredible. I think that he probably had the greater influence on my photography today. Oh, wow. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've enjoyed that you think our listeners would enjoy reading? I think it was called the F1, the Driving Ambition. F1, story, Driving Ambition. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about the McLaren F1, how it became a reality. Yes. Yeah, I know that book. Yeah, great book. Awesome. Well, listeners, you can find all these great resources Jason has shared on his Cars Yeah show notes page. 
Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Jason Tang, T-A-N-G, just like the old orange drink, and this page will pop right up. All right, Jason, we're up to the money question here, and this can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world, but here are the rules. You have to keep it. You have to drive it. It's the only one you can have in your garage, only one toy. I know that's a hard one. What's it going to be and why? I think that actually uh, an e the F1. The McLaren F1? Yeah. 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 I, had po- I had a poster of that car all through my teenage year and through my adult year. I mean, I still have one here. So I think the F1 is the car that I would choose. Yeah, I think so. What color would you like your McLaren F1 to be? McLaren orange. McLaren. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. So many people say silver, but that car needs to be something crazy and something wonderful. So McLaren Orange. Well, Jason, you have taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. Thank you for sharing your automotive and photography journey with us here on Cars Yeah. Would you offer us one parting piece of guidance or wisdom before you drive off into the mountains here in the Pacific Northwest in that McLaren F1? Keep the pedal to the metal and no white knuckle. (laughs) definitely absolutely keep the pedal to the metal and no white knuckles a light hand on the steering wheel what's the best way for people to learn more about you and follow your photography let's bring me off facebook or bring us all the social media um a timely 80 uh bring us all of them instagram facebook and Flickr, and so forth a timely 80 atomic 80 so i'll make sure i put links to jason tang's atomic 80 uh, website link so you can check out the photography he's doing. I would encourage you to take a look at what Jason's done. And I'll let you know, Jason was kind enough to come down. Uh, we, we live about an hour apart. He's up in uh, the Seattle area. I'm down here in the Gig Harbor area. He came down and spent a morning with me and shot pictures of my orange Porsche Turbo. I use them extensively on my social media. Everybody kind of knows me for my orange crust. So Most of those pictures you see are pictures that Jason so graciously shot for me. He did a wonderful job. We had a great morning shooting Orange Crush around here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. If you want to hire Jason to shoot your cars, you should give him a call. Awesome. Well, Jason, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with the Cars Yow listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. My pleasure, and you know, uh, your orange crush and my orange tang, it goes hand in hand. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Pleasure. That's great. I never thought about that. Very clever. Thank you, Jason. This has been great. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, You'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. 
Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Cars Yeah.